Ron Dream, uh, Chromis. Uh, this is the first time for me to lead in this group. Um, I'm a wife, a mother, a grandmother, a lot of different things. But the main thing you need to know about me is that I love the Word. Uh, I've always loved it, and I've loved to dig and teach. And um, not as much teach, but I like to dig. And I like to see how the Old Testament and the New Testament work together. So... That's, that's who I am, and I, I, it's, it's a joy to me. It, it strengthens me, and it is meat for my table, the Word. Let's go to the Lord in prayer because James has given us a lot today. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for these women that have studied and desire to know more about you, to make their walk straighter, to love you more. Lord, today, refresh our hearts as we look at your Word. Strengthen us in our walk, and may we go out today serving and caring for uh, your people in a better way. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, as we had talked about last week, James is a little bit different uh, in that it really walks right into us. Uh, We talked about uh, in Galatians how Paul described different things and moved, you know, where you had to think about it. What was he saying? James, here he is. He's right on. First of all, I want to kind of look at the last couple of verses, and then I'll come back to it. You talked about the other verses in your small group, but um, talking about religion at the end. One thing you need to know about me, this is one of my favorite seasons. It's basketball. I learned (laughs) basketball from my mother as a little girl. I love basketball. I love good basketball. I love it when people are engaged. And I'll watch, I have a team that I'm following in the tournament that's going on. But I I like to watch any team that is really playing good basketball. And that means they're engaged. They're in motion. They're not standing around just, you know, wondering what's taking place. There was a time uh, that one of the coaches, he... uh, it's when they didn't have the time clock and everything, and they had to shoot at a certain time and everything. And he would slow down the game. I couldn't stand that. I love the engagement part of it. And I even, you know, I'll shout and everything. But I am uh, an observer when it comes to basketball. I don't play it. Uh, I have opinions, but I'm still just an observer. Christianity is not an observing uh, uh, philosophy or even a belief. You have to be engaged. And that's what James is talking about. You're going to have to be engaged. And as you look at the last few verses, he's talking about what our real religion is. He's talking about if anyone, in 25, he says, if anyone thinks he's religious and doesn't bridle his tongue, stepping on our toes, isn't he? He deceives his heart. So you need, you know, whatever we are, whatever we talk about shows where our religion is. But he goes on with more uh, positive in that uh, pure religion is, un, uh, is pure and undefiled before the Father to visit the orphans and the widows in their affliction and keep oneself unstained by the world. Two things. When I look at widows and orphans, the widows and orphans were those unknown people. 
it isn't necessarily widows and orphans today, but it's anybody that is in a hopeless situation that doesn't have the wherewithal to provide, that is widows and orphans, if they didn't have a father or a husband or someone to protect them, they, they had no hope. And that's where we're to center our religion, is on that social of hope for those that um, are hopeless. And to keep oneself unstained by the world. We're getting ready to get into pollen season. Really good. It started. Um, it, our cars will be green our, uh, and everything. But I've lived in a place where it's even worse, and, and that's in Atlanta. When we lived in Atlanta, we were constantly washing because there's so many pine trees there uh, and everything. But if you have trouble with pollen, you're told to, you know, maybe change your clothes when you come home, wash your face, get it all off. And that's what we need to do when we look at the word. It takes all that worldly stuff off of us. And as we uh, focus on him. Now I want us to go back and kind of go through what James is saying to us to have pure religion. He's telling us in uh, verses 2 through 4, he told us to uh, count it, or I like the word considerate, to think ahead uh, of the trials that we're going to have, but to count it all joy. Consider it all joy. We're going to have trials, as you saw in your scripture. It's a fact of life. But consider ahead of time. Consider it joy. Because in that trial, there will be a peace. There will be a closer walk with him. And even a more capacity to love our Lord. Uh, the reason a believer has joy they have a, a God that's with them. They have a God that's for them. And, and it's in that trial that you, you see it more. You understand. You're closer. You walk with him. And sometimes you're even leaning on him by day by day, moment by moment. What a peace. What a joy to have that. But we saw also then in the scripture that it uh, provides um, steadfastness. We like to ha- be steady. Um, we like for our children or even us, when we are faced with something, that we're steady in that. Nothing wavers us. But we find that when we have trials and being tested, that, you know, what is steadying us is the word, and we're, we, we're strong in that. Um, he goes on. Now, we're in a trial, but he goes on and, and he tells us what we need to do. He says, if anyone lacks wisdom, and if you've ever been in a trial, the first thing you want, I want wisdom in this situation. I want some answers in this situation. And he says that if we ask of God, he not only gives us generously, but all without reproach. Now, the human mother in me doesn't necessarily do without reproach. Without reproach is a God that comes to us and he gives us answers and he's with us, but he doesn't criticize us. He doesn't say, oh, because you did this, this is the reason why you're in this. Oh, do you remember what you did back then? No, he's without reproach. He loves us. He's for our good. Um, And, you know, doubting, we've all been in doubting situations. But 
it, if we stake our hope on him, that doubt goes away. Having a person that doubts all the time, they're, I don't know how they expend their energy. You know, it's just awful. We can even see in our news recently about a ship, the, how the waves were knocking the ship about and the people were in that. Um, and it's a horrible situation being. A few things that I've, um, I have remembered, when my children all went to school and I lost, um, all of a sudden I had time. All of a sudden I wasn't doing this and doing this. I had to refocus on who I was and what I was doing in that day because they were gone. You know, I wasn't making the snacks and making sure they were down for naps and things like that. But you have to do a refocus at times. After you've asked for wisdom, uh, he will stabilize you in that. And sure enough, he stabilized pretty quick uh, how to fill that time. Um, He goes on, and I think it's interesting that, you know, when we're in a trial, we're asking for wisdom. We're sometimes wavering, needing some help in that. But a lot of times we look to money to be the answer. And, if, and he brings up money here at an interesting point. He says both of them can boast. The lowly brother can boast in his humiliation, or in his exaltation. Sorry, I said that wrong. The rich uh, can boast in their humiliation. The lowly in the fact that they are depending on God. They, you know, that's their dependence. The rich, it's humiliation if they're depending on their wealth. Now, some of the commentaries said, well, this was an unsaved person. But, no, we're talking to brothers. All of this is to brothers in the hope that we have as brothers in Christ. So if we're depending on our wealth, we need to seek the Lord. We can't depend on that. It goes away. Just look like the flowers fading and wilting and everything. And boy, I can kill flowers. Once upon a time, I taught biology that I can kill the flowers. I don't have the heart for them. So anyway, uh, but that's how wealth is just here and it's fleeting. But then the other thing that a lot of times when we're in a difficult situation, we say, why does God have me in this situation? Why am I being tempted by him? And sometimes we feel like temptation is there. But here he, James points out, he can't tempt us. Uh, he can't tempt us to bad. His uh, testing is always for our good. Temptation, as it says here, it, uh, is uh, we're being enticed and it leads to death. It is totally out of God's character. To, uh, he he cannot tempt us. He's only true to his character. Um, and he points out how God is. In fact, studying James 1, uh, I had a big list of who God was. And he is the same. There is no variation in light and everything. Now, he's given us things that we need. He's given us wisdom. He's told us not to count on the uh, material things. And um, those things and everything, and to remember who God is, that He is always for us. Now we move on to the part of the word, hearing and doing, and this is probably the most familiar part of James of one, being doers of the word. 
We've all got little songs in our heads, maybe, that we sang as a child of being a doer of the word. But before he starts with that, again, he inserts the tongue. Uh, be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And as I mentioned sometime before, uh, a lot of times we're slow to hear and quick, and, uh, quick to speak, you know. Um, good verse to keep you know, in mind. And the anger of God never produces the righteousness of man, does not. But in verse 21, he says, Therefore, put away all filthiness and wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word. That implanted word in the Greek is, is a, like an embryo. If you looked at the word, you would think embryo. And that's what God does with us when we become his. Not only is it the power to save, but the power to grow. To, uh, the power to grow in him, uh, just like an embryo gro- grows that it will save our souls continually growing. Um, and he mar- walks straight through then in that uh, we're not to just be hearers because if, if we believe something, if we're, if we're going to, uh, if we really truly believe it, we're going to walk in it. We're going to want to do those things that our Lord would want us to do. Um, I had uh, a quote here from, um, I think it was Calvin, and he was talking about um, obedience is the mother of true knowledge of God. Without obedience, uh, we're just words. We're nothing. We come back to the pure religion then. Um, We want to be pure in our religion and our place before God, undefiled. We get that by trials. We get to see our lives clear by trials. We can, um, when I said, I saw Count It All Joy a lot when I was a uh, young mother, used to cross-stitch it. And, um, but Count It All Joy without my brothers is what, it's empty. You know, how can you say Count It All Joy? With my brothers, we're, we're in the Lord, and we can grow. We're brothers. That's what he's talking to. We grow. We have to have the Lord to be able to count it all joy. We have to have the Lord to be pure and defiled, uh, undefiled before him. We have to grow in that word uh, and seek his wisdom. And to see people, see all people, We can become very insulated, but we need to see those that can't provide, that have no hope, because we have the hope. Um, Piper, uh, in one of his quotes that I read, he said, he doesn't say go proselytize. He doesn't say go give them the five spiritual laws. He says go be with them, visit them, be there with them, care for them. And, and then to keep oneself unstained. Wash off all the world each day as you uh, focus on him. James 1's a good chapter. He'll continue to lead us with, uh, in the word, and particularly with the tongue. And uh, 
other ways for us to grow. And I hope that James 1 has been good for you today. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for what it means to each of us. May these, uh, the implanted word grow within us today. And may we be more of what you have us in this world. In Jesus' name, amen.